Bung bang. Welcome to the potties brought to you by Bet with Joel. Bet with Joel is the best in sports betting advice. Um, this Christmas season, instead of, you know, purchasing some stocks for your family or friends, sign them up to Bet with Joel and Bet with Joel will, will really sort them out financially. It's an investment. It's not gambling. You understand? Bet with Joel will send in, you know, you, you sign up to the app. He sends in what bet to take, which bookmaker to take the bet at, how much of your bankroll to bet, and why he thinks he's got the edge on the bookmakers. This guy was the was a professional sports better for the better part of 10 years. And now he's been blacklisted from all sporting bookmakers because he was winning too much money. Now he's passing on his expertise to you. Unbelievable. So sign up to bet with Joel, betwithjoel.com slash ref. That's R-E-F slash welcome to the potty. That's P-O-D-D-Y. And to promo code potty exclusive 50. That's potty exclusive 5-0 for 50% off your first week. There's all types of different packages ranging from bronze, silver, gold, black, freaking platinum, AFL, global, greyhounds, NBA. Any package you want, sign up with Bet With Joel today. Use, use our link and uh, our promo code for 50% off your first week subscription. Betwithjoel.com slash ref slash welcome to the potty promo code potty exclusive 50. Welcome to the potty is also brought to you by Phoenix Fitness. That's F-N-X Fitness. Um, whatever supplements or, you know, what else do you need? Gear in terms of exercise wear active wear that's really hot in the streets right now that you know you might have a you know them flat cheeks and flat cheeks and then you go you get some some phoenix fitness active wear and it lifts your cheeks up a little bit all of a sudden you're meeting somebody you know the man of your dreams a woman of your dreams or you know maybe not just maybe maybe some person that you know takes you out for dinner with coupons on the first date and then you you know you kind of don't don't call them back again and you, but then you wear the same, you know, the same active wear again, and you're not even being active. You're just at the grocery store. You're at the bookstore. You find a guy wearing glasses. He's well educated. He smells like tobacco, but he's got his his teeth are white for some reason. You speak to this guy, and he, you know, he starts telling, he starts mansplaining, he starts mansplaining to you. So you're over that. But that's what you got to do. Is Phoenix Fitness? Go get that gear. Go get that supplement. Check the Instagram or Instagram bio or episode description for Phoenix Fitness, FNX Fitness. Enter promo code WTTP in all caps for 15% off all orders. If you want to support Welcome to the Potty directly, go to welcometothepotty.com slash store and buy yourself a Buttersoft, room temperature Buttersoft. Welcome to the Potty unsourced t-shirt because it's all unsourced here at the Welcome to the Potty podcast. Let's start the show. Welcome to the party. Welcome, baby. Welcome. Welcome, baby. Welcome. Welcome to the party. Welcome, baby. Welcome. Welcome, baby. Welcome. Welcome to the party. Bung, bung. It's your man, Clay Tron, aka the big boss man, aka the clumsy jeweler, because I'm always dropping gems, aka the milkman, because I always deliver. AKA the PhD of podcasts and the Magnum PI podcast and the captain. And uh, 
Merry Christmas. Happy New Year to all. I hope it's been safe. I hope it's been merry. I hope you've eaten. I hope you've drank. I hope that you're fucking ready for my guest today. My guest today is David Weiss. And he is um, he is a flat earther, but it's not as simple as that. Flat earth sounds quite crazy. And I went, I went in with my expectations. And um, he quickly corrected corrected what my opinion of the flat earth was. Um, now, I got to be honest, I, my mind wasn't changed, okay? I still believe that the, the world is a globe and it spins and it orbits and it does all this. You know, I'm not, you know, I'm not an astrophysicist or whatever. I'm not an astronomist. I don't know how it works. I don't know how it all works. Um, frankly, I, I, I don't know if I care all that much. To go, to go and do the research. So honestly, I didn't do all the research um, to be able to have a successful debate with David. So it really was more of me learning about what his opinion is of uh, the the planet. He, he presented plenty of proof, um, you know, he was talk. He was talking about how the the NASA shots of the globe are photoshopped, but he was showing he was showing me things that could have quite easily been photoshopped. So, whatever, man. I don't know. I don't think he knows. He thinks he knows. I think I know. I don't know. Um, at the very least, it was it was interesting to uh, get someone's perspective without you know reading it on Twitter and and then being like, oh, what a what a psychopath, and actually having a conversation with one of these people that that believe this. Um, it was, it, yeah, it was interesting to me. Um, I know a lot of people may not appreciate this episode and that, you know, it is what it is. Um, and it ain't what it ain't here at the Welcome to the Potty podcast. But yeah, man, I just wanted to, I just wanted to sort of let you guys know that during, well, before, during and after the interview, I did feel, I felt like I didn't prepare hard enough. I felt like I, um, you know, I had I had a lot to question. It just felt like he he was sort of there to to put his information out there and get more people to look into it or or jump on board or whatever. Uh, it didn't feel it didn't feel like a, a dialogue, a back and forth. It, it felt yeah, it felt like a lot of information was getting thrown at me, and I didn't have I didn't have much to come back with because I'm not a fucking scientist, and that's okay. That's okay. I uh, I'm not a scientist. I I do have a PhD in podcasting, and um, you know, I've got podcasting down to a down to a science, and I believe in it. I believe in podcasting. Uh, I believe um, I know where it came from. I know the technology involved. This guy's talking about you know what kind of your your eyesight is and telescopes and photography. I don't know, dude. You know, hydrogen burning it however many degrees I don't know you know did I take chemistry in high school no no I didn't and that you know that's that's where the problem starts that's where the problem starts <laughs> all right okay um I hope you guys enjoy and I hope you had uh, a happy holidays whatever your whatever your religion um I love you guys man and uh, don't forget to tell a friend to tell a friend Follow, subscribe, rate, review, and um, yeah, enjoy.
the last word, I'ma get the last laugh. Now they say you're better while you're dressing so classy. You're of the uh the school of thought that the earth is a a disc or no no how's it so no, there's, no, there's no. several different sort of flat earth theories is that right well not yes and no so what's beyond the edge of our world um that can be debated all day long but the the problem is people have the wrong idea the people that hate flat earth um, are, have been gatekept. They've been they've Googled Flat Earth and they end up at the Flat Earth Society, yep. which is a disinformation site that makes you think that the Flat Earth is a disc floating in space with other round planets. Not the case at all. It makes you think that the Earth is ri- <laughs> is rising at nine point eight meters per second, which creates the gravity. Oh, Nobody right. believes that. Okay, yeah, I haven't. None of haven't none of that's true. Okay. None of that is what any Flat Earther believes. And then uh, the other thing is that uh, people that believe that also have no idea what the globe model is. Once you understand what you think the globe model is and understand what flat earth is, then it starts coming together. And maybe we can take you on that journey in this discussion today. Yeah. Well, I've watched, I've I've certainly watched a lot of your stuff in the lead up to this. Yeah. Yeah. So um, it is very interesting. Um, But yeah, I guess, I guess I'm just, I'm just uh, yeah maybe I'm I'm trapped in this in this other school of thought as well here I, I don't know but well we're we're gonna ask you at the end of the show what your number one proof that you live on a ball is yeah and I'm gonna just I'm gonna I'm gonna blow the joke right here you don't have one yeah yeah <laughs> okay? you don't have one and then the question you have to ask yourself is why do you still believe you live on a ball and it's gonna keep you up at night so <laughs> well. We'll get we'll get there. All right. Well, let me describe what the flat Earth is real quick. Is that all right? Uh, let me let me just um, break down. So when I've got a guest on the show, I usually um, I usually play a game with the guest at the end of the show for a chance to to win a donation to the charity of their choice. Uh, and okay. I tailor the game to the guest. And obviously, I want to I want to sort of break it down into into flat Earth style stuff but so i thought today we would go from we'd start at the start because i feel like all the questions may lead to tangents so if we start at the end especially when you've got a hard out it might not um work out so i think if we start at the start and then it's so we can build the the conversation off of there okay um so no so yeah go ahead and um tell us about the the flat earth and and I have a donation for your own personal charity, which could be yourself, yeah. which is a bit a Bitcoin. You know what a Bitcoin yes. is, right? Yes. They're worth twenty eight thousand dollars as of the recording of this. Yep. Um, for one proof of the globe, okay. just one. <laughs> All I need is one proof of the globe, and you get a Bitcoin. Yeah. So we're told that Antarctica. So let's start with this: a puddle after a rainstorm, a puddle accumulates in the low spot in the land, right? Yep. And the edge of the puddle is the land that's higher than the water level. And a pond is just a bigger puddle and a lake is even a bigger puddle. Yeah. Okay. And the shoreline of the lake is just the land that's higher than the lake. Okay. Okay. And then if there was some pieces of land sticking up in the middle of the lake higher than the surface, we call those islands. Yeah. Okay. So the world, think of the world oceans as a giant puddle. Okay. And all the continents are just the islands inside the puddle. And the shoreline is Antarctica that surrounds all the way around. Okay, so Antarctica is the highest land on Earth. Okay. Uh, so, so when you like, if you go to a, on a boat anywhere, you get off the boat, you walk into town. But if you go to Antarctica, you got to climb up two hundred feet to get to the 
to the surface, right? Because it's the highest land on Earth. We live in the Antarctic basin, right? Okay. So we we live in the the puddle that's Antarctica. So this is our world here, and Antarctica is everything outside of the world pond. Okay. So it's not a disc floating in space. Flat Earth is the basement of the universe. What's underneath it? Another discussion we can have, we can talk about what's beyond. Uh, we don't know, but we can we can talk about that also. Okay. So go ahead. You have a question? Oh well, yeah. So I was just <clears throat> I was just wondering, yeah, what in in your mind, what is beyond that Antarctic? Is that how how far does it go? Uh are there are there people living in that area? Um, yeah. So what? It's not. It's not just that. the the ice wall that that we hear about so frequently. It's it's so, actually like landmass. Yeah, the ice wall is literally just that cliff. Yeah, it's not a wall like the Game of Thrones. It's just a cliff to the Antarctic Plateau. Yeah, and that Antarctic Plateau goes on for hundreds and hundreds of miles. And then there's a mountain range that's supposedly higher than Mount Everest. Right. Right. So what's out there? We don't know. In 1957 or so, uh, Admiral Byrd went and he did a report on the news uh, saying that there's land bigger than America out there that no one's ever stepped foot on, uh, which is very interesting. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden they had the Antarctic Treaty in 1957. All the countries in the world signed the Antarctic Treaty that said nobody can go to Antarctica and explore independently uh, until the year 2041. You can't even question the treaty. Because why? Because to protect the penguins and the ice? Meanwhile, we can deforest the Amazon, which is insane. Yeah. But that treaty is still in place today, and nobody, no corporation, no person can even question it. So exploring Antarctica, why are they hiding that? And my answer is because anyone that would go out there would realize that we don't live on a spinning ball. And then the big question comes up to why, why would they lie? Yeah. And I guess that's, that, that's what holds uh, probably people like myself back uh, is why, like why, what's the, what's the point of that sort of uh, that big secret. And it's the same with coronavirus. Like uh I, I, don't, I just don't believe that all of the world leaders could c collaborate to to make the coronavirus into into a big um, thing to create a new world order or, or whatever the the different opinions are of that because to my knowledge and you know I'm not I'm not the you know the smartest guy in the in most rooms I walk in but um, to my knowledge I don't know of any other times that that all the world leaders have been, been on the same page and uh, are creating one big. Well, yeah. So, so there's, there's a, there's a lot to unwrap there. Uh, you know, if you think about it, you know, the cold war between the U S and Russia never happened. There was no war. It was, it was all made up Russia, all, all of these world leaders are all in it together. This is all one big cabal to divide the people and to have us not put our collective consciousness together. I'm going to get into why the lie, but let's just first take a quick look at the solar system. Mm -hmm. Okay. We are on a ball that's 24,901 miles around. They say it's spinning at a thousand miles per hour. Yeah. So when you're watching the sunset, you don't think that the sun is going down. You think that you're falling over backwards faster than the speed of sound, which is making the sun appear to go down. While you're spinning at a thousand miles an hour, you're also orbiting the sun 
at 66,600 miles an hour. So, and all the other planets are doing that and they're all keeping up with the sun that's going a half a million miles an hour in a forward direction, mm-hmm. right? And that entire system's moving sideways at one or two million miles an hour. Yes. Okay? All of these curving, twirling, spinning uh, motions and we have lakes like this mm-hmm. without any sloshing. Imagine holding a big shallow bowl of water in a car going 100 miles an hour on a perfectly straight road and that road takes a little bit of a turn you know the car takes a little turn that water is gone yeah right out of the bowl okay but we have lakes like this and like this and all of those motions are happening at once so that's insane what they want you to believe is here's the reason for the lie we're going to jump right into it because we don't have a ton of time yep is they want you to think that you are a random speck in the middle of a godless or, or distant god universe where an asteroid can take you out any second, where you're on this prison ball, where there's no more resources, where you are just an insignificant accident lost spinning in space. When the truth is we are at the center of creation. We are uh, powerful spiritual beings that nobody has dominion over us. They want you, they can, and they know the rules. The rules here are we have free will and they're not allowed to break it, but they are allowed to tell us what they're doing. And if we don't notice and say no, then we're, we're consenting. And they're allowed to tell us, you know, to make us believe that we have to uh, listen to them when we don't. Okay. So it's, so it's, they, it's a, to, to keep us here, it's, it's, it's all hopeless. It doesn't even, nothing matters anyway, sort of. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what they want us to think. But the <clears> truth <throat> is we are powerful spiritual beings that where our thoughts create our reality. They, they, my opinion, they don't have the ability to experience love and they're using our energy to create the world that they want. Right. Uh, this world is really an incredible magical place. But if you're lost in space, spinning out of control, you give up your God given power and uh, just become a surf for the elite. And they don't, they don't care. Yeah. They, they, you know, they, they, if they could kill us, they would, but they can't. Right. They have to let us do it to ourselves. Okay. Yeah. So just real quick, you know, because you, you made a comment saying that you don't know what that, that people ever could ever get together on a scale like this. Mm-hmm. This is the same thing again and again and again. In 1918, in 1918, the soldiers were coming back from the war and they were all sick. And they said it's because they were in foreign lands. No, it was because they were mass vaccinated. And then, then they told everybody that they all have to get vaccinated or they would get the soldiers sick with the Spanish flu, where they, they needed to protect them. And so everyone got vaccinated. Back in 1918, everybody was wearing masks, right? Most people died from bacterial pneumonia, not viruses, right? It's the same thing again and again. It's a great reset. And Klaus Schwab from the unelected economic world forum, you know, and the CDC, unelected people, again, are telling us what we can say, what we can do. It's all about control. And so why is Dave Weiss during these economic crazy times talking about flat earth? It's because if you're lost in space, spinning out of control, you can't make a rational decision. You can't take your power back and you can't shut down what's happening. So I'm trying to wake up as many people as I can, as fast as I can, uh, because we do have a fighting chance that people would just wake up. But people are, are, are lost and don't know what to do with themselves. So the, the complexities behind like the science that you get taught at it from a young age to believe that the world is spinning and that, that it's a globe, um, 
that the lakes and the oceans remain where they are because of centrifugal force. There, is there any evidence that you have to, to say that centrifugal force doesn't exist or that it's a, it is a lie? No, centrifugal force is a thing, but that's not what holds lakes there. Centrifugal force should send the oceans flying off the earth. Neil deGrasse Tyson, the high priest of scientism, says that, <clears throat> that um, the equator bulges 14 miles high because of centrifugal force. Centrifugal force is when things want to go outwards because they're spinning, so they want to expand outwards. So he says that the world is bulging 14 miles high at the equator. Well, an airplane only flies at five miles high. So if an airplane is going from the north to the south, when does it climb over that additional 10-mile hump of water? And the answer is never because the earth is flat. I mean, this is a balloon at 120,000 feet. Does that look like the earth is spinning a thousand miles an hour below it? Does that look like that sun is 93 million miles away? Use your, your common sense. You'll take the programming out and realize that everything that we see is within the earth system. Everything in the sky is within the earth system. There are no other planets. There are wandering stars. But when we take our cameras out and we look at these stars, super zoom cameras have outgrown their lives. This is the star Arcturus. Does that look like a burning ball of hydrogen light years away? I mean, you can't even fathom what a light year is. Here's a star Capella, right? Does that look like a burning ball of hydrogen? These are energetic, sentient creators of our world. I don't know what they're what they what they really are, but they're not physical things. They're energetic, um, sentient in nature, in my opinion. Here's uh, this one is um, Capella. This is the star. Oh no, this is Sirius. Slowed down. This is the star Sirius. It's a little out of focus, mm -hmm. but look at what's going on here. This is not a burning ball of hydrogen. Millions, millions and millions of, I mean, millions, not, it's more than millions of miles away. The closest star, they say, is four and a half light years. That's light traveling for four and a half years to get to us. Mm -hmm. Think about this. In the heliocentric system, our sun is the size of a coin held at arm's length, right? Yeah. The size of a dime. If you brought the sun a mile above your head, it would fill the entire sky. It's so big, right? Yeah. If it was just a mile above your head. So at, at, its, at its one astronomical distance from us, it's the size of a dime. If I made it eight times farther, do you think you could see it? Remember, it went from the entire sky over your head to the size of a dime. If I went eight times farther, it would be too small to see. Right. Any thinking mind could agree with that. It's and it's provable because its angular size would be smaller than the resolution limits of our eyes. That's a light hour. Eight times farther is one light hour, and the next closest star is four and a half light years away. These are numbers that you can't even fathom. Yeah. There's no way you can see these things. The brightness also would just none of it works. It's all within the Earth system. If you go out tonight and plot where the stars are at whatever time you want. Make some notes, uh, you know, draw a little star chart. Next year, same night, same time, go out. Those stars are going to be in the exact same position, even though we're a billion miles from where we were last year at this time. Okay. Makes no sense, does it? None of it makes any sense. Uh <laughs> None of it makes any sense. I'm going to tell you some crazy shit today. I got it. And the crazy shit is the heliocentric shit. And I'm going to tell you some perfectly making sense shit, and that's the flat Earth stuff. Right. If the Earth is a ball, there's curvature 
and we shouldn't be able to see through that curvature. But when we look at, uh, you know, there, there's a, uh, we could see too far. Like example, here is a, 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 an oil rig. This camera is a foot off the ground. The horizon should be 1.9 miles away, but this is 9.4 miles. And there should be, what does that say? I can't see, 50? 50, 59, right 59 feet below horizon. 59 feet of curvature at the oil rig. But if you look, you can see the water for miles beyond there. Right. Large so bodies that, of water. If at that's rest, sitting on top of flat. a ball, what's that? So that if if the well if the uh, if Earth is a globe, that should be sitting on top of the globe, and there shouldn't be anything further than that oil rig. Well, if the Earth is a globe, you're always on the top of the globe, whatever, from your point of yeah. view. And and when you're when you're looking out over the water, the water should be dropping away. Yeah. So uh, the formula is at at three miles, it's a six foot drop. That's the globe formula for the size of the Earth. So if a six foot tall person standing at the edge of calm water, the water should drop below his eyesight at a physical horizon of just three miles. And then the farther you go, the faster it drops because the Earth is just you know curving more and more. At this distance, there should be the fifty feet of curvature but we can see water for miles beyond it. We can zoom in on it and we can see it. And the thing is, it's all about the angular resolution limits of your eyes. If we look at, um, if we look at like this ship, this is just zooming out. Watch these ships. They're above the horizon, but when we zoom out, they disappear. Yep. They're gone. So watch the next one after this sailboat. So I'm going to, you know, you can watch a boat sail away and it looks like it disappears from the bottom up and it has to do with uh, the surface of the water, the angular resolution limits of your eyes. Not only does this boat disappear, this mountain is going to disappear. Mm -hmm. Okay. And that's just how our eyes work. And people think it's because of curvature. Okay. You with me? Yep. So how many straight flat surfaces of water do you need to connect to make a sphere because the earth is 70 percent water right so so if if you know if if you're still not right the world would have to be i mean I, i'm no mathematician but it would have to be so a, much bigger a, than than what a it, thousand times bigger and thousand, the measurements okay. that we've gotten still don't make sense because even if it was a thousand times bigger there's less curvature but we can see things that would still be over the curve Right. Now that we have infrared technology, we've used lasers, mirror flashes with the sun. We use microwaves, um, sonar. A, a submarine can see another submarine hundreds of miles away, over 100 miles away. Well, there's a, over a mile of curvature. You know, if a submarine, uh, if there was curvature, all the submarine would have to do is sit on the bottom of the floor and any ship 10 miles away, any submarine could never see them because they'd be behind a hump. Right. Right. So, uh, so because that at you know at 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 ten miles it's sixty six feet or something like that. So does sonar only travel in straight lines? Absolutely, yeah, okay. only travels in straight lines. Um. What? Okay. So there there was another video that you showed of a sunset, um, this, disappearing. This one here, yeah. But yeah. So so this one, the sun was up here, mm -hmm. and I filmed it with my drone. This is on a super clear day, and this is super zoomed in, so it's a little blurry. Yep. So the sun went down, 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 down. It, it took like five minutes to get here, and then it stopped. It stopped going down, and it just sat here for 10 minutes, okay? That proves to you that we're not spinning. So then watch what happens. It doesn't go down. It just fades into the soup, because it's, it's light can no longer push through. I'll show it again right here. Okay. It just sat there 
and I'm going to go forward and backwards and it just fades away. Mm-hmm. I'll just bring it back. <clears throat> so that shows you that we're not spinning. It's the, it's, it's the sun is just going away. Now, my friends that were at the beach said they saw the sun set from the, you know, from the bottom up. It went, just went like this and yep. it set um, 10 minutes earlier. That's how they saw. That's how they saw it has to do with angular resolution perspective. There's a whole bunch of things that makes the sunset, but you know, if it depends on how you look at it, uh, if um, where's that? I had another one. Because um, I mean, I've I've seen a lot of sunsets where the sun the goes. Up. Yeah. Okay, so so this one is in a high dry area, very low. Uh, there's no clouds and. If there was clouds, that sun would be right here and it would set below the clouds. And that the top of my finger would be the cloud deck yep. and see how it just set below it. Yep. But it's still really there. But that cloud deck merges with the horizon due to perspective and the sun just goes beyond it and sets like that. And it's not going down. It's just going beyond it. Even though that cloud deck is at 10,000 feet or whatever, at in a short distance, 30, 40 miles, it merges with the horizon. And because the sun is above it, it just goes and sets. And you think that's the horizon, but it's really way up in the air. Okay. Crazy stuff. So check this out. All NASA rockets just go right out into the ocean and they crash. This is a, pro, uh, a amateur rocket sent up over Arizona in the United States. Yep. And it spin, spin, spin. I got it sped up a little bit here. And all of a sudden at 73 miles, it went kerplunk like it went into water. But it wasn't as thick as water. And it was, it was like viscous. And then it started floating. And it's floating. You know, it's 73 miles up. That's Arizona below it. Yep. Okay. And if you think about the model of the world. And then when it turned on its side... It saw the moon. Ready? Here it comes. And here comes the moon right there. That dot is the moon. Yep. The moon was over Australia when this was shot up. That would mean that they're looking through the earth to see the moon. But they didn't. They're up high enough where they could see the atmosphere is clear. There's very little air up there. Yep. And they're high enough where the moon wouldn't get compressed into the horizon due to perspective. And they could see the moon. The only answer is that the Earth is a flat plane, or the moon was out of place. Uh, so, so what? What's the argument to the the atmosphere and all of that? Um, that we, oh, you know, climate change. Do you believe in climate change? Or- I believe that uh, the there is the climate does change. It has nothing to do with humans. We shouldn't pollute and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But if you look at the atmospheric spraying that they admit that they're doing, everyone called us conspiracy theorists for saying that they're spraying, you know, particulates in the atmosphere. But now they admit it. You know, Harvard they they talked about geoengineering uh, for years now. They they've admit it, and people still call us conspiracy theories theorists. So that is what's causing all sorts of problems with the earth, but one hiccup of a volcano puts out more uh, climate change potential than all of the cars in all of the world for a decade. Yeah. Okay. So, and again, I'm all about clean air and don't pollute fine, but the climate change thing is complete and total nonsense. Okay. And obviously the moon landing is as well. Moon landing is the fakest, dumbest crap ever. I mean, so w- w- if we look at um, if we look at the moon landing, this is a full moon. If you go out, you know, somewhere where you're 
you know, far away from city lights, you can read by the moonlight. It's bright enough. It casts shadows on the ground. Um, this moon is not lit by a single source light because it would have a hot spot in the middle and it would fade out to the edge like any sphere would if the moon was a sphere. Mm-hmm. And this is its own light. We're supposed to be told this that this dusty, dirty rock is reflecting light all the way back to Earth so you can read a newspaper by it. Not that you should ever read a newspaper, but... Um, <laughs> This dirty, dusty, dirty rock. Does that look like it's reflecting light this bright? And this this light, by the way, if using the inverse square law of light, would have to be like 10 million times brighter than we see it here for it to for it to be this bright. Right. Because every time you half the distance, you have to quadruple the brightness. Okay. And by the time you got 100 miles from the Earth, if this was one lumen, it would be like 10 million lumens by the time you got to the moon. And this is not 10 million lumens. Okay. Lots of lots of lots to take in, my friend. It is, but yeah. I guess it's it's the same arguments for and against this kind of stuff is like you know we we see we see photographs that have been supposedly taken from outer space of of a spherical Earth, um, and I'm looking at Wait, photographs. We do which one? Which one of these? Which one of those do you think is a photograph of Earth? Here, I'll give you a, a better close up. Mm-hmm. Here are the two. Well, not those, not those. Here are where are they? Um, here are the two that NASA their most famous pictures that are in their textbooks. Look at the United States here, yep. and look at it here. It's twice the size here. Okay, so if this one here is kind of more straight on, if I rolled this ball back, it gets smaller. It doesn't get bigger. So this one's rolled back, and it's still twice the size. Okay, these are paintings. NASA admits this is made in Photoshop. This is the number one photo of Earth from space. They admit it's made in Photoshop. Rob Simmons, the visual uh, artist that made it, he said, you know, he took data from here and there and he he made this color, this color, and he stepped and repeated the clouds with the clone tool using the exact same clouds again and again and again and again and again. This is a Photoshop creation. They don't even deny it. And people are too stupid to to realize what that means. If NASA's faking photos of space, they're faking everything, right? Mm-hmm. Here, here, check this out. This is the 2012 shot. See, see United States right here? Yep. I took what we were seeing on this full Earth. They, luckily, they got a full Earth, like a full moon. And I'm showing you this is what it looks like on the world map, okay? That's about what we're seeing there. Yeah. Right. So you have to believe that all of this land, all of this is on the backside of this ball. Okay. Your brain should just turn into gravy. Yeah. And like you should laugh at this and go, this is, you know, if this was in a movie. You're like, we have to redo this. This is just wrong. Right. Yeah. But they can't redo it because this is the photo they released of the earth. NASA fakes everything. They've never been to space. They're high. The reason NASA and every other space agency was created is to make you think you live on a ball. Because when you wake up to the globe lie deception and accept it, you take back your power and they lose power. Literally, we're in the matrix and we are battery cells for the elite. And they're feeding off of our fear and our disconnection from God and just feeding off of us and shortening our lives and keeping us sick and keeping us under their thumb because we're too stupid to see what's really going on. Once you see it, you take back your power and everything else changes. So where, so where, where does that leave you? Because you're, you're awake to this, right? So where, 
where where are you uh, in comparison to everybody else who who doesn't believe that? Twenty twenty has been the greatest year of my life. Okay. Um, I've made moves in my life that I never thought I would make and I'm happier than ever. And, uh, you know, life is great. Uh, you know, friends have changed. I realize who I am, where I am. I'm not in any fear of anything that's going on in this world. And I'm making great changes in this world. And it, it's an amazing, amazing journey. Um, I see lots of people, you know, there's other people that think the earth is a globe that are doing fine and uh, that's fine, but you're, they're still lost. They're still disconnected. You, you know, the documentary with Keanu Reeves, the matrix. Yep. Right. So remember at the beginning, he's kind of like depressed. He's in his apartment. He's sleeping a lot and he's on his computer and he's depressed. He's like, something's wrong in the world. And he was sensing it and he couldn't find it. I think that depression People are lost because deep down inside, they, their soul knows the truth, but their conscious mind is unable to see it. So that separates them from their soul's journey. And that, that causes depression. But when you understand where you are and that you're having a soul's journey here on this realm, um, you align more with your soul and you go faster down the path that you were meant to go down and everything just works out. It's amazing. Where... where... Would we be if everybody bought in? Like, what, what does that look if like? Everyone that woke in- up to, if, if, if some pop star tweeted out the, the good flat earth information, uh, tweeted out my app, my flat earth, sun, moon, and zodiac clock app, um, in, inside of no time, governments would be shut down. All universities would be shut down. Uh, the aerospace industry would all be shut down. It would there would be uh, there would be mayhem first there's going to be mayhem because yeah. no matter what happens whether you know when the truth comes out people are going to absolutely freak out but after that it's going to be a better world because um uh, you know the people that are claiming authority over us have no authority over us they're really evil what's running this world is pure evil and that's the reason they're getting away with it because you know they're they're uh black magic occultists uh that are super evil and people don't believe that any of that exists people don't believe that an amount of evil exists they don't believe that uh you know that black magic you know or wi- wizardry works these guys are freaking wizards whether you believe it or not doesn't matter that's what they believe that's what they practice that's what they do this whole mask ritual they have us in is taking away our humanity. Mm-hmm. It's it's separating us more and more. Divide and conquer. They they've been separating us every way possible. And now, when you can't see someone's face when you're walking down the road, think of how many relationships have not started. Every single relationship starts with a smile. Okay, mm-hmm. it starts with a smile, and all of the smiles are being removed from people. I don't know what it's like where you are, but it's, everyone uh, yeah, here it's, is wearing masks. It's definitely is definitely much more low key here than it, than it is in in the US at at the moment where uh we're very lucky compared to you guys but uh um yeah no i i mean i i certainly don't want to be walking around wearing a mask but uh, i think i think it should be well i i guess it still is and it it's a choice i guess yeah um yeah i think well, once once that starts being mandated which it almost i guess for you guys it's headed in that direction um, the the level of fear over there is astounding. Well, people are people are are just absolutely freaking out. So yeah, again, you know, it, it's like you can't. People are are in fear, and and they're in fear because they're literally lost in space. 
Let me share my screen for a second. Do you know, are you familiar with my app? Because I created a way, if you Google Flat Earth, you're going to end up at the Flat Earth Society. You're going to yep. see crap. Yep. Right? If you, if you said, hey, Dave, send me a thing on the fake moon landing, and I sent you a video, the next video that pops up is going to be propaganda. Yep. Okay? But I created an app that bypasses all of that. And if anyone that wants to learn about Flat Earth, um, I can show you how it works. You want to say, okay? Yeah. And I'm just, I'm just looking at this uh, image behind you. Is that, so is that, uh, I guess, the explanation behind time zones? Well, um, let me show you the app. See, that's why I want to show you the app. It explains all of those things. Okay. So can you, um, can you see this? Yes. That on the screen? Yep. So, so the, the sky is a perfect clock. The sun is the hour hand and it, and it laps the moon once every 28 days. So the sun marks the hours and the days and it goes through all the time zones. Yep. And the moon marks the weeks and the months. Mm -hmm. and if I slow it down and I turn on the Zodiac, the stars are going slightly faster than the sun and they lap the sun only once a year instead of like the sun lapping the moon once every 28 days. And that way <clears throat> the sun will move into each Zodiac, you know, for a month. The next month it'll be here. The following month it'll be in Pisces. The next month it'll be here. Um, and the, the, the stars will lap the moon. They work in perfect synchronization <clears throat> excuse me um and they work like the wheels in a clock you know the wheels in the sky keep on turning i don't know if you know the song yep uh so if i turn off the stars and turn on the world time this shows you are you in australia yep and where are you in australia south australia adelaide south so south australia which side east or west uh almost dead center so it's 11 o'clock in the morning there yep uh just on 12. Yeah. Okay. So, yep. so you're, you're, uh, you're right. So the, wherever the sun is, it's noon. Yep. Right. So these are the time zones right now. It's 3am in, uh, in, uh, South Africa and here where I am, it's, uh, it's, uh, almost 9pm. Yep. It's, it's 840. So this shows you and and the, the, the world time spins with, with the uh, with the with the sun because that's that's just how it works. Yep. So going real quick, uh, turn on the compass. This is how a compass works. On the flat Earth, the north is in the center. Period. There's only one pole. It's the north pole. Every direction away from the north takes you south. So if I go this way, that's south. If I go this way, that's south. If I go this way, that's south. If I go that way, it's south. South is going away from the north. East and west. Like if I wanted the dead reckon. Um, east. I'm in Australia yep. and I go east and I hold my compass out. Remember, my north hand has to point towards the center at all times. So if I dead reckon 90 degrees, 90 degrees is going to take me in a circle because I have to keep turning to the left um, to maintain that degrees. And bam, I'm back to Australia. I think I went around a ball, but I didn't. I just went around the lake and I could do west 270 degrees. And remember, I have to keep turning to maintain that compass heading, but you don't even notice that you're turning. If you were on a track that was 300 miles around, a perfect circle, you'd think you're driving in a straight road. Yeah. You wouldn't even notice that you were turning. Yeah. So this is it on a much bigger scale. And that's how people circumnavigate. I can even go from Australia in a straight line, north, 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 north. <clears throat> as soon as I pass the north, um, I'm going south, south, south. And I'm in Africa, okay, in a straight line. That works on a flat earth and a ball earth. 
What doesn't work on a flat earth is if I go to, come on, if I go to um, South America and I go over Antarctica and pop up in Australia. That's the quickest way. And nobody has ever done that. No one's ever circumnavigated that way. Or from uh, Johannesburg and popped up in New Zealand. No one's ever done it because the earth is flat. You can't do it. But on a ball, you should be able to do it. Last thing, if I hit the question mark, people say, this is where I get around the Google algorithms. People say, you know, what about ships over the horizon? Or, you know, uh, what about Southern flights? Uh, you know, how does that work on a flat earth or why the lie? And we talked about why the lie, but if I click why the lie, up comes a playlist of all videos about why the lie that Google will never serve you. And what I tell people is, and there's also other resources in here from mud floods to, you know, the beer bug to other flat earth stuff, different languages. But I still tell people, take the featured video challenge, you know, buy the app for $2.99, one time fee. And every day there's a new video here, short ones during the week, long ones on the weekend um, and watch every video for two weeks. And within uh, two weeks, you will lose the respect of your friends and family because you'll be a flat earther <laughs> and they'll be laughing at you. But what happens is people say, you know, hey, I saw you on the so-and-so show and I took the challenge. I paid the $2.99 for your stupid app and I clicked the video archive button because I didn't want to wait. I didn't want to wait for... Uh, for all the other videos and up comes all of the videos, all of the videos from all of the previous months. Um, if you click that button, bring food and water uh, because there's a ton of information in there. Um, the, Have you ever been deplatformed? Is, what's that? It's on uh, Android and it's on iOS. Um, that's it. Have you ever, have you ever been deplatformed? Oh, have I ever been? Yeah, absolutely. Yep. I actually just lost my personal channel um, two days ago. And my, my YouTube channel is D-I-T-R-H. It's the initials for deep inside the rabbit hole. And uh, that I have a lot of short videos there. So for some reason, I'm still on, but who knows how long that's going to last. I'm also on BitChute, D-I-T-R-H, yep. and Odyssey. And it's all the other places. Again, divide, 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 because they're putting all the truthers on these obscure platforms that no sleeping person knows about. You ask somebody what BitChute is that's not in the truth community, they'll be like, what, is that where you throw your garbage? Yeah. When you live in an apartment building? So, again, that's how you learn about the flat earth. If you want to learn about the flat earth, the ball has a big advantage. You can just believe it. I believe I live on a ball. It's what I was told. I can't believe that so many people could, can maintain a lie. I can't believe that the deathbed confessions, you know, haven't happened if the earth is flat, but there has been, you just haven't heard about them. Mm -hmm. There's lots of people speaking out. Pilots are speaking out. Scientists are speaking out. Um, it's all out there. Uh, if you, if you had, uh, you know, unlimited funding, what, what yeah. would your, what would your number one experiment or, or, um, number of experiments be to, to the, prove or the, disprove the, yeah. the globe or flat earth theory? The simplest experiment would be to get two ships, go to Antarctica mm -hmm. where you can see the land, you know, a couple of miles off Antarctica. One ship goes one way. The other ship goes the other way. Always keeping Antarctica in sight. And you should both go about six, 7,000 miles and you should meet on the other side of Antarctica. Okay. The problem is, you know, they tell us Antarctica is 13,000 miles around. 
So that's a very easy trip to do, but it's not. It's more like 80,000 miles around because it's the outer lit. It's the outer or six, 60 to 80,000, whatever it is. Yep. It's way more than 13. And so you'll never do it. It'll never happen. Yep. They won't let you do it because you're not allowed to bring any fuel outside of the 60th parallel uh, down, down there. So no one's allowed to go with any fuel outside of this pink line, right? Which is hundreds of miles from Antarctica. So oh, okay. how are you going to even do it? Right. Crazy, right? Yeah. Why are they hiding that? Why is the ice off limit? Yeah. No, well, I'm um I'm very very intrigued. I feel I feel like, you know, my mind hasn't been changed, but you you know, you I've had uh, about so, 40, 40 or 50 minutes with you uh, after a lifetime of being told something. So, you know, it's, it's, it's hard to, it's, it's easy to fool somebody. It's hard to convince them they've been fooled, yes. especially if you're ripping their entire foundation out from underneath them. Mm -hmm. But think about this. You have no foundation underneath you. You're flying in space, lost out of control as a random spec. Yeah, I'm that, putting a me. foundation underneath you. Give me your number one proof. You live on a ball. The number one thing that makes you think you live on a ball. I don't have one. That's right. Yeah. So ask yourself, why do you still believe it? Because are you not emotionally ready to deal with the fact that this world is evil and that they've been hiding your true life from you and they've been stealing it? You're, you're staying in the system willingly when, when you know there's no proof of the ball. There's tons of proof of the flat earth. We can see too far. You can't have high pressure next to low pressure without a physical barrier. I don't believe space is low pressure or, or a vacuum. That's different. But everything they're telling us is a lie. Do you believe in space? I know there's, there's people out there that think that that's a lie. No, I, I believe that, uh, that it's more of liquid. Maybe it's water. I think it's water. Uh, it has to do with the primary water system. Um, but remember, you know, the, 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 we're spinning out of control like this. So they tell science has a problem. They, it's called the, the three body problem. They can take a supercomputer and say, all right, I got a ball this big, it has this much gravity, and I got a ball, the smaller ball, and it's got this much gravity, and put it in or in in a, in a program, and they can predict exactly where it's going to be in 100 years from now, 10 years from now, 10 hours from now, and it'll just work perfectly. Then they say, okay, now let's add another ball in there, a moon or another Earth, and put it into orbit around one of those, and the entire model falls apart, and they can't model it. Okay. No computer can model it and it doesn't repeat itself, but not only do the planets and the alignments and the stars reset every friggin' year, but eclipses are even on a cycle every 18 years and 11 days or whatever it is, there's two different eclipse cycles. And then they repeat again and again and again, that's not a random beehive like this, right? Science can't even get three objects to work in a, like a clock, but everything in the sky is a perfect clock. There is no proof of the helio nonsensical soul lure system. They are fishing for your soul. If you can't see that you're in a God-created world, that's how they can steal your soul. They can steal it with riches and fame and fortune and trickery. They're try, your, your goal here in this realm is to maintain control of your soul, to go on a journey with your soul, to expand its knowledge and people, they're trying to steer you away from it because they want your soul. It's a very valuable thing that you've been given and uh, they want it. So um, I don't know, how, how much time do we have left? We have 
five, five minutes. solid minutes. Okay, well, this this might we not might not have enough time to cover this right now, but you you said that the the world is God created. I'm not I'm not a uh, religious person, right? So neither to, am I. Okay, neither am I. Okay, because uh, and I was a, a full on atheist. Just real quick, until I discovered that we're not a random accident, that the world is intelligently designed. So there's a creator. Stop right there. There's yeah. a creator. Okay. Period. Go ahead. Yeah, no, I was just going to say, uh, if if you were a religious person, and that you know, fundamentally there is there is no real proof of of a god or several gods. Um, so, so asking for proof of a globe, and then also believing in in God is is a contradiction. Because well, there could be a God that created a globe, infinite universe. Sure. You know, you could say God's almighty. He created a trillion worlds and, and whatever. That's fine. But there's no, that's no proof. That's just speculation. Yeah. But when you look at the earth, there's, it's like looking at a 747 and going, was that created by like a tornado going through a junkyard or did somebody create that? Of course, somebody created it. Yeah. Look at our earth. Of course, somebody created it. I don't know who, I don't know how, I don't know. We might not even be able to imagine what God is. It might be beyond our ability to imagine, but there is a creator. Mm -hmm. And if you want to call him God or her God or it God, feel free. There's a creator that created this space for us. And we are here in that creation. Take it wherever you want. Okay. Well, uh, thanks for coming on the show. And everybody, if anyone's interested, get the uh, the Flat Earth, Sun, Moon, and Zodiac Clock app. Uh, it's on it's on um, Android and iOS. Is that right? Yep. And if Android, you have to have eight point, uh, operating system 8.0 or higher um, to get it. And uh, and then just take the Flat Earth app challenge and hit the frequently asked questions. And I have a Bitcoin for any anybody that can send me one proof. But Check the frequently asked questions first because your proof is in there. And yeah. It's not, not a proof. It's All not right. a proof. No worries. Well, thanks a lot for that. Very interesting stuff. And right. um, yeah, I hope uh, I hope that I get a lot of uh, questions and feedback off of this. Is yeah, very very interesting. I think. Right, and and I'll tell you what you're going to get. The best globe proof you're going to get is that guy's an idiot and you're an idiot for having me on. That's the best globe proof you're going to get. Yeah. You're going to get name calling and, and, and just rhetoric. You're just going to get garbage. Just ask yourself whenever, whatever they send you, just say, is that your best globe proof? Yeah. Because there's no globe proof at all. Yeah. All right. right. No worries. Thanks a lot. And um, yeah, well, we might, we might be able to chat again sometime. Anytime, man. Reach right. out and uh, think about it. Let it digest. And um, would you have an Android or an iOS phone? I'm um, iOS. You're iOS. Yeah. So, um, I'll, I'll I'll send you a free download for the app to the email address that we've been communicating on. Yep. Fantastic. All right. I'll send it to you. You can download it, but you got to take the challenge. Keep watching those videos every day when you get up. Watch a new video. I'll have a look. All right. All man. right. Thanks, David. All right. See you guys. Bye. Baby, welcome to Baby, welcome to